0: Heavy, like heavy stuff. I am mean, to that heavy stuff it's gotta be heavy. The heavy sound, heavy oh. beat. Rebel 1017 presents the Heavy in Ottawa Podcast with Laura Collins and James Reed. Brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal-themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market.
1: Welcome to episode number 10 of Heavy in Ottawa. I'm Laura. And I'm James. School has started. Uh we survived the long weekend. And the weather is getting cooler, but all the shows are getting hotter. But I'm—do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> this on this week's episode, we list um, all the local events again for the next couple of weeks. Our, our spotlight band is Enigma, and we have Liam and Fahim here in studio chatting with us today. But first, we will be chatting with Joe Moon from Dark Moon Productions.
2: Let's start off first. I just wanted to ask you uh, the basic premise of all the services that you offer
0: Uh, I do a little bit of everything when it comes to multimedia for for bands. I do audio engineering So recording editing mixing mastering as well as motion graphics So things like lyric videos and streaming videos stuff like that as well as I shoot music videos instrument playthroughs uh, All kinds of stuff right on. and how'd you learn to do all that? I'd say a good 75% of that's self-taught. YouTube is a wonderful tool. I uh, just went out and bought the tools needed and watched a ton of YouTube and, and taught myself <laughs> how to do it. Uh, After Effects and uh, motion graphics was definitely one of the hardest things I've ever taught myself how to do. It's a very big program. It's very, it's intense. It's very intense, you know. And yeah. same with Adobe Premiere and, and uh, music video shooting. It's, there's a lot of pressure when you're, you're new to it uh, and a band is paying you money to, to make something look Fantastic, you know. So uh, I went hard, spent hundreds, if not thousands, of hours in front of my computer watching my favorite filmmakers and cinematographers and different techniques for lighting and framing and the whole nine yards. You know, and I went to school for audio engineering at the uh, the uh, Audio Academy here in Oda, in Ottawa, Terra. Uh-huh. Uh, fantastic school, and that's really what pushed me into the whole thing. You know, I play for bands. I wanted to learn how to record my own band and and save myself some money and and my my fellow musicians some money. And, that's what it did
2: your favorite filmmakers mm-hmm. curious who's those
0: uh my favorite guy a guy i've been following since the beginning he's kind of like a youtube sensation his name is peter mckinnon he's from okay. toronto he's a he's a he was a photographer and he worked for a magic company company and he did cinematography for the magic company he quit his job and decided to to do YouTube Uh, he's just a fantastic Canadian dude he's very likable Uh, he has a ton of tutorials he teaches you everything that you could possibly need to know about filmmaking and photography (laughs) so he's he's definitely my biggest one there's another guy he's another Canadian from Toronto his name is travel feels or the YouTube channels travel feels and uh so, when it comes to when I talk cinematographers, that's what I mean. I don't necessarily mean like directors like Quentin Tarantino yeah, or, or stuff like, Scorsese, like that. Yes, you Scorsese, know? what's going on? Here? Um, you know, although Tarantino, Scorsese, they're legends, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I find it really hard to kind of. <laughs> Take that kind of filmmaking and bring it into at least what I do for Music Video World. You know, it's not like I'm working with $20,000 budgets here. Uh, We're doing really low budget stuff, so we're just trying to make the best out of it. So, I mean, if anything, I pull, you know, how to light a scene properly and stuff from from movies to get that theatrical lighting and, and such. But for the most part, it's the YouTube guys that I really enjoy watching and learn from, yeah.
1: I've been seeing a lot of your work floating on the internets lately. Who? What are the local bands that you've been working with within the past while?
0: Uh, there's so many. My boys in Fractures and Outlines. Uh, I love those guys. Done a lot of work with them. Held in Secret. Um, so we got and Engine, Triple Murder, Salem Trials, Civilian. We just shot a video for Junk Owl yesterday. It's on my, you know, c- c- some cool pictures on my Instagram. Check it out. At Dark Moon Productions. And, uh, We've done a bunch.
2: I saw the uh, the triple murder video, and uh, you guys had a lot of special effects with makeup and stuff going on in that. Yeah. Uh, did you do all that yourself as well?
0: Uh, actually, you know what? Um, the guys did it. So we, we well. kind of brainstormed what we wanted. We found some YouTube tutorials about how to make like fake intestines and stuff and how to okay. make edible fake blood and that. And they went out and bought it, and they made it. and Yeah, we ate somebody on camera. I was going to say, did you, just, did you just say edible? Yeah, yeah, that's sick. edible. Well, edible blood. The intestines uh, were made out of stockings. So, like, oh, so ladies, not so, not ladies, so ladies' stockings, edible. not so edible. You okay. can make it. You can make edibles uh, out of, like, gelatin. I was going to say sausages, but, you know, sure. Yeah, sausages <laughs> for sure. You know, for uh, for the way that we shot it, I think it uh, it kind of sold the effect. Yeah. yeah. You know, had the camera been floating around a little too long, you might have been able Caught to tell it was, it, yeah. you know. But uh, for the most part, I think it, I mean, that video is pretty gnarly. There's it a, is. There's a couple cool shots where they're just, like, tearing those well, things Well, it just apart. made me
2: think of The Walking Dead, which is funny because the guy that does a lot of the makeup artistry for The Walking Dead is mm-hmm. actually, I'm pretty sure, from Montreal, and i have he's a friend of a friend of mine.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who is that, uh, Greg Nicoretto or, or whatever his, his name, name is? I can't remember his name right now. I've yeah. seen his
2: Instagram, though. It's wild, mm-hmm. and like he does all of the zombies and everything in, that, mm-hmm. in the show. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, That's who
1: it is. I follow him on Instagram. His, is it? His stuff is crazy. Oh, it's insane.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, he's got that gig, so he must be pretty good at it. Yeah,
0: but, yeah for sure.
1: So,
2: yeah, you guys have a show coming up with some other local businesses.
0: That's right, yeah. So Jesse Dwyer of Beyond the Pit, uh, local photographer and now promoter, decided to... uh approached me to do a show. He said he wanted to do a kind of a battle of bands type thing and uh, give away a music video, so some of my work to one of the bands. And uh, I jumped on board right away. I thought that was a great idea. It's a good way to give back to uh, to the community that uh, gives to us so much. And, um, you know, I'm, I've am i said it a few times already, I'm part of this community. I play in a couple local bands. And um, having the, the prize like that, that's not some big, crazy, far-fetched prize where you have to go through six levels of, of Battle of the Bands to get it. You know, mm-hmm. it makes it all uh, the more worthwhile for me. And so we got the ball rolling. Uh, we started to approach different people. He approached uh, Hillside Audio. So now we've got uh, Hillside Audio doing one track, uh, fully recorded, edited, mixed, and mastered. That's going to be one of the prizes. We've got uh, Ironclad Graphics on board. They're going to do $500 worth of merch printing. So that's uh, 50 shirts, one color um which is a great price if you ask me cuz you know profit wise that $500 prize is going to bank 1500 2000 grand yeah. to whoever band wins it um, they're also going to do a 4x8 vinyl backdrop We've also got Jesse doing a, uh, a suite like a uh, photo package. So if your band needs promo photos or anything like that, Jesse's going to hook you up. And then, yeah, we got a music video through Dark Moon Productions. We got five bands, five winners. Everybody walks away with something. And that's the way we wanted to do it.
1: That's a fantastic display of, of local businesses coming together for local artists. So I, I think that's an amazing idea. Mm-hmm. Now, how do people, or sorry, how do bands register for this? And what's the deadline to register? Or apply, Um, I should say, probably.
0: So, what we're going to do to, to register, you need to email uh, beyondthepit613 at gmail.com. And the email must contain one, tell us why you feel that you should be taking part. And that's, a, I'm going to put an emphasis on that one. We really want to understand why you guys want to be a part of the Battle of the Bands. Two, we want to know how much draw you feel like you can bring. It's an important part since the judging is going to be based around your fan base, uh, which is also why it's on the Ottawa and Gatineau. Only we had some interest from bands out of town, but just the fact of the matter is they 're not going to be able to bring enough people with them to get the winning votes if they're a smaller local band like like what we 're looking for right and then number three is we want you to say something positive about the Ottawa music scene and why you why you love the scene so much i've only lived in Ottawa for about ten years i've lived all over the place, and I will say that Ottawa has one of the best at least metal scenes that i've uh, I've ever been a part of. It's like a huge community here. Everybody supports everybody. and uh, we want to know why you guys love it as much as we do.
1: And I'm not sure if we clarified this yet, but this is specifically for metal bands. So this is a metal band edition.
0: Yeah, this is definitely the heavy metal edition. So there's no limit on genre. As long as you're playing heavy stuff, uh, we're definitely going to take a look. We're also not going to really look at your music or your Facebook profiles or anything like that, where it's just going to be a conversation between you and us. We want to know why you want to be a part of it and why you love our scene so much.
1: So we'll have about a week... To, to go and register or go and send that email, and when is the actual event going to be?
0: So the event is going to be November 8th. It's going to be at Mavericks. It's a Friday, um, and just to clarify, you have until September 15th to, uh, to bring it in. We're going, to, we're going to choose the bands September 15th, and yeah, so it's going to be November 8th at Mavericks. Five bands, five prizes, lots of people. It's going to be a fun time. And the judging on this, just to reiterate, is not—it's
2: not, not going to be you guys deciding who wins. This is going to be a fan base thing.
0: One hundred percent fan base. We found that uh, just between oh, Jesse and I, we've worked. We've worked with too many bands in the city. We can't we can't pick the winners. Like this is just be biased, you know? Yeah. Like that's the downside of being friends with all the musicians in town. It's like I want everybody to win. And that's why we structured it in such a way. Just to get you did, chosen, man. you win. You're walking away with something. Just yeah. to get chosen, you're walking away with something whether it's merch or a banner or a photo shoot or a free recording or a music video. You know, there's definitely a ton of prizes to be won, and um, that's why we're we're really looking for the bands that want to put in the work, get the fans out, tell us why you want to be here, why you love our scene so much, you know, and hopefully we'll choose you and we'll get you something cool.
2: Is this something you guys are planning to do uh, like continually going on in the future too or is it going to be a one-off
0: thing or kind of try and see? Right now it's a one-off thing okay. although we've seen a lot of uh, a lot of want for it in other genres say like punk, punk rock you know. Um, straight up rock Straight up rock and hard rock. The city's got some fantastic rock and hard rock bands um, and we've also seen some some want for it outside of the city so if this goes well you never know. You might see a battle of the band's montreal edition or a punk rock edition or a rock and roll edition we don't really know we're just going to see how this one goes first it's badass yeah
1: so you had mentioned earlier that you play in a couple of bands yourself so what's going on with your current projects in that field
0: so i play in two bands in the city i play in a local tech death band called a scar for the wicked we've been on scene for probably about eight years or so and then i newly joined Sovereign Council, who's also been in the scene for for quite a while. They've got two full-length records fantastic band So with a scar we're working on a new record right now. Uh, we're gonna release our first full-length LP uh, We're shooting for May June of next year. We've got a ton of shows booked We've been playing a lot out of town this year. We're currently booked in Ottawa with black tongue as well as um, Rings of Saturn and Angel Maker, which is another great Canadian death metal band or deathcore band. When's that show? When is it? Yeah. You put me on the spot, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't I'm not, not very no. good with dates. <laughs> uh, definitely check out our Facebook for it's that. It's coming up. And if, with Sovereign Council, we're uh, we're writing all this new material. We're going to do a new record, hopefully in the same timeline as a scar. So May June for a new record. Uh, we're going to do an EP, five songs, and then we're writing a second EP right now. We're not even recorded the first one. We're already writing the second one. We're really enjoying um, how the music is has changed and evolved since I've joined the band. They hired me as a lead player and to bring a little bit more of a modern metal edge to their already great sound so they were like a theatrical symphonic metal band kind of in the vein of like Nightwish or, or something like that and we kind of just pushed a little bit more towards modern metal so like more of like in flames Swedish metal mixed with like Within Temptations something like that uh, we're really really happy with how the music is sounding and I honestly I cannot wait to get this record out it's going to be fantastic Are you guys going to be doing all the recording yourselves on that? Just like I do with a. Scar- for the wicked we're going to be doing um, all the guitars and bass with me and then we're going to go to my buddy john who runs a, a company in montreal called silverwing studios and we're going to do the drums and vocals with him and then we're going to co-mix it so the thing is is like as an audio engineer, I'm a perfectionist, and it would take me two years to mix our record. It will just like I will always find something that needs to be done. I'd rather just hand it off to someone and be like, mix this, that's, and I can just be like, yeah, that's one sounds thing great. I've heard
2: talking to engineers is like the, the hardest thing to know is to when to say it's done. And, yeah, because you can just sit there and tweak things forever, but you just have to be able to find that point where it's just like, all right, yeah, this is this is where it needs to be. I can perfection, you know. Put the
0: stamp on it. I mean, with you learn it for really the rest of quickly. Life, but like yeah. you learn really quickly. If the client's happy, you're happy. There you go. So you put a stamp on it. You send it to them. If they want something changed, you change it. If not, hey, it's a great mix. Then you're good to go. But yeah, personally, I could tweak them for years. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So with all these projects going on, do you ever sleep?
0: I do sleep <laughs> a little bit, for sure. Uh, I, I work hard i have a good work ethic you know um you don't need more than six hours a night so I, I go to bed around two three in the morning get up around eight nine in the morning and do it all over again it's the only way you gotta grind right you gotta get that hustle out mm-hmm.
1: that's right so thanks so much for coming in today we're gonna listen to a tune from escar for the wicked uh this is abyss thanks so much for coming in
0: thanks for having me thanks dude in Ottawa, Spotlight.
1: This week's Spotlight band is local guys Enigma. Thanks so much for coming in, Liam and Fahim.
3: It's good to be here. Thanks for having us.
1: We're having you guys on because you have a show coming up in a couple of weeks.
4: It's a big one, yeah. We're, we're really excited. We're going to be opening things up for The Agonist on September 18th on the Gatineau side and um, at Minotaur.
1: All right. That's a great venue.
3: It is. I've I've had plenty of fun there. (laughs) I've never been there myself, but I heard it's a fun place to play. So looking forward to hitting that stage. When was the last show you guys played in Ottawa?
4: The last one uh, was Canada Day weekend at the Brass Monkey. Okay. Uh, That was actually an all-local bill, wasn't it? Yeah, we were uh, we were on with uh, Against Time, and that was a
2: blast.
3: And you guys are um, you guys are big fans of
2: uh, the Agonist.
3: Yeah, like I, I really liked them um, when they had their original singer okay. and then when she left to Arch Enemy and they got this new singer. One thing I was like when she left for Arch Enemy, I really liked the combination of the scream vocals with the melodic singing that she would do, mm-hmm. but she wasn't doing that in Arch Enemy where the Agonists at least they still stayed together. They got this new singer and I love it. I think they're, they're such an awesome band. Right on. What would you uh, describe your sound as?
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, hard rock, metal, uh, influenced by tools, System of Down. Um, we're going to yeah. do a thing in a minute. <laughs> but not quite yet. Yeah, I'm trying not to get quite Tool. As, 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 we will get there, though. Yeah. We have a lot to talk um, about. Yeah, we, we have uh, a lady fronting us as well, our lovely
3: uh, Mina. Um, Probably closest, like, band that we sound like would be Lacuna Coil in some ways, because it's got that kind of heavy and, you know, sort of dark tone female vocals, and then it's got some screaming and growls behind that as well. Okay.
2: I was checking it out this morning. I got a bit of a, almost like a a Nightwish, Crush Shadows kind of, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit of vibe. Almost Evanescence, but way, way heavier. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But... You know, the this, those, you those those same sort yeah. of like <laughs> the same kind of like almost gothic metal kind of vibes, yeah, yeah um, exactly.
3: And I think that has a lot more to do with the tone of Mina's voice, yeah. Um, it's quite different than yeah. when you hear in most female it's, a, it's bands. It's almost
2: like theatrical, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, bouncing off
3: that, who else is in the band? So we have uh, vocalist is Mina Gamery. okay, uh, and then we have Ian Barukalar on uh, our lead guitar, okay, and Phil. I always have a hard time pronouncing his last Humanic. name. Humanic. Uh on our rhythm guitar, and he does the growls as well. And you guys play? I'm on bass, okay, and then I play drums and backing vocals Hell and yeah. screams.
0: <laughs>
3: All right, um, influences. Oh well. <laughs>
2: uh, it, Tool. Tool, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of figured that's where yeah, we're going yeah, with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. what do you guys uh, think of the new record? It's incredible.
4: Yeah. Um, we're at what, uh, so we're recording this on September 4th, so it's been out for four days. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I have definitely listened to it a lot, and there's <laughs> still so much more to to absorb about it. Yeah. You know, and kind of, Liam and I were talking about this the other night, where just the more you listen to it the more it's exposed oh yeah and and like every tool record you just have to immerse yourself mm-hmm. and, and uh they really didn't hold back on this um from you know reading their interviews or whatever but you can tell one by the song lengths yeah well there, there was no there was no restraint there was no oh is this gonna play was radio i was
2: kind of describing it to a buddy of mine last night who and i hate him for this but he hasn't listened to it yet and he's a big fan. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him, but um, I was telling him it's like, man, it's like it's an entire album of third eyes, just yeah. like like yeah. just like thirteen yeah. to sixteen minute long, like magnum opuses of just like fucking sick music.
3: Yeah, and I find that there's even stuff on there where you hear a riff and you go like, this could have been on Undertow. Oh like, yeah, that riff could be on Undertow. Even I mean, some of the stuff,
2: even actually with uh, with Danny Carey's uh, like uh, his tabla patterns that he does. Yeah, I feel like. Like, some people might say he's ripping himself off, but I feel like he's kind of, like, referencing their yeah, earlier that, works. Yeah, you know, that,
4: that's the perfect way to put it. It's, yeah. It's a reference. Yeah, it's, uh, like, just when, a little, like, hey, remember when
2: we did that? Yeah, we're going to yeah. do it just, just for, like, a little <laughs> bar. Just be like, hey, and then we're going to go back to whatever the fuck we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, um,
1: I love how this interview is turning into a video, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Yeah, you came fest. to
2: talk about yeah. your show, but you're actually just here to talk about Tool. <laughs> that's right.
4: But are we complaining? No, <laughs> <laughs> maybe Laura. So she's smiling politely.
1: That's Just funny. for the record, I'm not complaining.
2: <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah, I, The first time I listened to it, it was uh, I was driving to Toronto, and then um, I, I find every time I listen to Tool, it always gets better when you listen to it a second time when you're stoned. And
3: well, I can't speak to the stone thing, but <laughs> for at me, least, at least the the listening to more times. Every time I listen to it, I have a new favorite. Yeah. New favorite yeah. song. Yeah. For, for me, them. it was uh, Tempest. I almost broke
2: my
4: neck, just headbanging. Oh, it was God. That yeah, song that, fucking that's, rips. That's one track that just blew me away oh, yeah. the first time I listened to it. Yeah. Um, I was moving over the weekend, so it was the perfect soundtrack to oh, hell just yeah. have playing and unpacking endless endless stuff. So <laughs> what
1: is it for you as as a band that you get from... Tool, you said you're heavily inf- influenced by them. So, what what is it that you draw from it, from them? I should well,
3: say. for me as a drummer, Danny Carey is just a god. Um, I can play a couple of Tool songs, but then there's just stuff that's just completely out of my lexicon. But you know, you aspire to that. And then I think the complexity of their arrangements. I've always been intrigued by progressive uh, metal and progressive rock, and uh, they're just masters at it. So I find it almost classical in nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like it goes through movements exactly. And and yes, right? exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, it's it's layers. Yeah, you know, and like we've been talking around that, uh, you have to listen to it over and over again. It's it, you find different nuances, kind of every time you listen. And yeah, and that's something we try to put into our work. Obviously, we're not talking about a similar level, but. It's something we're conscious of. It's just taking
2: uh, your art to the next level yeah. and putting that extra amount of thought into it, and like really trying to give the listener something they haven't seen before or heard before, mm-hmm. yeah. which is hard to do, especially in today's world where like there's just so much music out there and there's so many yeah. creative minds that like it's it is really hard to come up with something that is truly original these days. Um, I found uh, one of the craziest things about them is that the Easter eggs, and I'm kind of wondering if they've thrown any in on the latest record, but I don't know if you guys have heard about the Easter eggs on their other records.
3: Yeah. And I've I've actually gone on YouTube and trying to figure ch- out check them out and I'm like, it's incredible how well they work. Oh yeah. So oh, I'm yeah. hoping there is. Uh,
2: you yeah. Know. I'm just waiting for some like crazy super fan with way more time than me yeah, <laughs> to exactly. so, like do all the hard work and then I can just go onto YouTube yeah. and be like, oh
3: that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> um, what other influences do you guys have? So Metallica's a big one for I think every member okay. of the band. Uh, especially you know our our main guitar writer uh, Ian, he's, he's pretty big influences the old school Metallica stuff, and then with Mina too, um, like some of her favorite uh, songs are by Metallica. Oh yeah, yeah. And then me as a drummer, I don't care what anybody says, Lars Ulrich was the f- shit. You know? so, <laughs> so yeah, no, I always been a big influence on my playing and writing as well.
1: Was is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ooh.
3: <laughs> Laura with the gotcha? <laughs> <laughs> Hardwired was a great album, and he was awesome on it. So,
2: is there is there any like Nightwish, cr- cr- shadows kind of uh, influence going on there? or Am I just hearing that from just like a, a creation of other influences?
3: I mean, uh, not for for myself or probably yeah. you. I don't really know. I, yeah, I would say well, it's, but it's not a conscious decision, but knowing that bands like that,
4: like Nightwish, are influenced by. A lot of the similar things we are.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's that. so how you merge. end up in the same yeah. kind of vein. So we have what, two, four? How many tickets do we have here, Laura? Yeah,
1: four tickets. Two we have pairs. four
2: tickets that we're going to be giving away. Yeehaw.
1: These are for your show uh, again with The Agonist and My Shadow, uh, September eighteenth, which is a Wednesday.
4: Yep. Yep, at right. uh,
1: Minotaur, and um, we're going to be doing the giveaways on our Facebook and Instagram pages. I believe that we also have a song from you guys that we're going to listen to. It's, right on. <laughs> uh, What's the name of the song, and what would you like to tell us about the song?
3: So this song's called um, Primates. It's it's a song we generally close out our set with. Uh, it's high-energy um, it, it displays all three types of vocals that we do uh, in the band as well, and it's all usually a fan favorite. It Usually gets people up on their feet and headbanging. And uh, lyrically, it's it's you know very social conscious and and, and yeah, they just have to kind of listen to the lyrics here. But... See, I thought we chose it cuz
4: we're doing the interview and it starts with bass and drums. So <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> Your I. secret is out. <laughs> Sorry for the rest of the yeah. band.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Just play the first 10 seconds and you're good, yeah.
2: All right? Well, this is the first 10 seconds of Primates by, <laughs> by Enigma. was Primates by Enigma, and we're back in the studio with the boys. Now, uh, what other shows or tours or plans do you guys have coming up?
3: Well, we don't have anything uh, booked right now because we're really trying to focus on writing some new material. Okay, cool. Uh, hopefully, at this next show, we get to play one of our new songs, but uh, yeah, I think we want to get something recorded and get some new stuff out there and just kind of rejuvenate, you know?
4: Yeah, exactly. We're... Um, uh, I think before any kind of tour plans, we'll have a new recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got at least four new songs compared to the EP. Okay. Uh, that we yeah, because that was released, I guess, in twenty sixteen. It's been three years. Yeah. 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 Okay. And actually, yeah, Unhinged was played on uh, Rebel quite a bit when Rebel launched. So, thank you, Rebel. Yes. You've the same vintage <laughs> as the station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, uh, kind of. We're going to finish writing up uh, some tunes and record them and then get out to the people.
1: Do you have a timeline for the new record?
4: Oh. <laughs> so my job involves a lot of project management, and I uh, I tend to... I, I've given up on asking because <laughs> these creative endeavors. I was about you to know? ask, how do
1: you manage this project?
4: Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't take his uh, work home with him. <laughs> um, you know, the, the creative process is what it is. Um, and constraints can be good to influence productivity, but sometimes you just have to let things breathe and let them come together organically. Um, it won't be 13 years, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 14. <laughs> One up. <laughs> 2030, new enigma coming out.
1: <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it'll work for you. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm so happy we were able to create hype for this new record.
4: (laughs) This is the first we're we're announcing that publicly, isn't it? It's (laughs)
1: It's
2: okay, we can cut it. Well, I think we got um, one last question. One last, it's the classic stupid Mm. question of the week, courtesy of me. Here we go. Um, If you guys could have one, and I emphasize, useless superpower what would it be?
4: One useless superpower. Jeez. So, like,
2: non-heroic. You can't save the world with this superpower.
4: Uh,
3: The ability to reheat my
2: coffee when it goes cold. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. That's. Ooh, I'll take the
4: opposite of that. The ability to cool something down.
2: But only, like, just to, like, room temperatures or something like that. You can't, like,
4: Uh, freeze anything. So he's a (laughs)
3: supervillain. He's going to make your coffee cold. I can't
4: can't take a warm kind of pop and just get it to fridge temperature.
2: You yeah. can get it like All right, fine. Yeah, fridge temperature. <laughs> okay. You can't right. freeze it though. Yeah. That cool. that's like a cool. that does, yeah. that's a change of what what do we call that? I can't remember science class. You know, when it turns from light, change of or something like that, science. Sublimation.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> <elevation>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> sure.
4: Okay. Yeah.
1: Thanks so much for coming in. Uh we look forward to checking out your show on September 18th. Everyone, go on our Facebook page and Instagram page for the tickets. And yeah, thanks so much That's for coming. Awesome. In. Well,
3: thank you guys for having us out. Yeah. Yeah, thanks That's guys. Great.
0: Heavy in Ottawa, brought to you by The Coven, Ottawa's heavy metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. Heavy in Ottawa, presented by Rebel1017.com.
1: We are back here in Heavy in Ottawa. This is Laura. And I'm James. What's happening in the next couple of weeks, James?
2: Well, this Friday, September 6th, there will be a house show featuring local metalcore bands Horcrux, Held in Secret, Salem Trials, Ghostblade, and Carissa, as well as Code Lisa from Montreal. You can reach out the, to the bands to find out where to go. This Saturday, September 7th, at Live on Elgin, there will be a bluesy punk show featuring Dirty Rick from Toronto, along with locals Bear Shark and All Day Breakfast. Next Wednesday, September 11th, at Avant-Garde Bar, Johnny Two Fingers and The Deformities will be playing alongside local rockers Veritones and Dunham Knights. Next Thursday, September 12th, at the 27 Club, will be a night of punk rock with 88 Fingers Louie and Mobina Galore being supported by locals Steve Adamick Band. Next Friday, September 13th at Café de Cuff will be a night of progressive metal featuring The Slide, The Dead Centuries, Gilgamesh, and The Aphelion. Next Saturday, September 14th, if you know who to ask, there's going to be a punk rock house show with the Cathartics and Deviants and The Odd Man Out being supported by locals 6 o'clock Sunday and the Dreaded Rebels. And also on September thirteenth and fourteenth, there will be tons of shows happening all along Bank Street as part of Marvist by Folkfest. For more information and to see the full lineup, go to CityFolkfestival.com slash Marvist.
1: Thanks so much for listening. This has been Heavy in Ottawa, and we'll leave you with all day breakfast and belly aching. See you next time. Take care.
0: Metal themed restaurant, 93 Murray Street in the Byward Market. New episodes posted twice monthly. Join the Heavy in Ottawa Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. Heavy in Ottawa, presented by Rebel1017.com.